Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the ultimate uh, episode. Not penultimate, Brenda. Do you know what that means? Uh, that's the penultimate means the one before the final. That's correct. This yeah. is the ultimate episode of Lake Hooplands. I, of course, am Scott. I am Brendan. Coach Duffield. Coach Duffield is here. Um, let's look back. Uh, first round exit to Grand Prairie over at WT White High School. The Longhorns not lucky for anyone this season. Uh, they that's a tight gym. Gosh, Did you small. say? It felt tight. Uh, I knew that when you were breathing uh, on my neck during the game, and and then uh, I was breathing it, on your. Neck. You were breathing on my neck, but I'm sure Coach Duffy could feel me breathing on his neck. I mean, we were packed in there real tight. We were very close. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought it ended up being a good venue, and loved the crowd that that came out. I, uh, lots of familiar faces and Lake Highlands fans, and uh, student section was great. I thought it was neat having the sections behind the goals. Um, made for a good atmosphere, um, but yeah, I, it was uh, not. I thought it might be bigger. Actually, uh, it was kind of a smaller gym. I would say. What else was tight was the officiating. That uh, <laughs> was very tight. I have not seen this season. Both teams go to the double bonus in every single quarter, and four people foul out, including two of ours and two of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that tide of, <laughs> of calling this season? It seemed like really. Yeah, I. Uh, I knew that going into the game, you know, the the one thing Grand Prairie was going to do is be real physical. Um, and I think, you know, early on, I thought they didn't call much just just early on the game, like the start of the game. Um, but yeah, definitely the second half and then the fourth quarter. Um, you know, a lot of calls. Unfortunate to see, um, you know, our senior guard Logan Strahan foul out, and then uh, Jalen Shine was just getting it going. Had a huge three. Um, other team was calling timeout. Uh, they didn't get it, and then he ended up getting a foul right after that. And unfortunate for those guys to go out. Just that at the time they each fouled out was just too like Logan had just come back in the game. Jalen had just hit that big three. Um, yeah, and, and then the technical was a tough one to swallow as well there in the fourth quarter when it was still you know we're right there. We took the lead, tie game, one possession, uh, and then the tech became a four point swing. Um, but a lot of things that were in our control outside of officiating, knocking down free throws, turnovers, um, assists, those those types of things that we had been preaching all year, uh, we could have done a better job of. So it didn't really fall on the officials. Yeah, the tech was tough. <clears throat> when a guy falls down going into a timeout, and they just kind of ran into each other. Yeah. I think DeBraylin was is a more physical specimen <laughs> than yeah. the guard that he ran into and it just looked a lot worse than it really was yeah it was kind of he was really running for the steal and the whistle blew and he kind of i mean he stopped he didn't plow yeah he let up he let up hands or anything but there was a collision there and and uh yeah just unfortunate well on the subject that you just brought up i would like to highlight uh jalen shine's defensive effort when he came in the game and absolutely locked down and cooled off number four, who was having his way with our guys. Yeah. Uh, Jalen came in, and that changed the entire uh, momentum of the game and uh, the imposing will uh, of, of number four. That who guy, could he, he could make anything outside the three-point line. <laughs> anything inside the three-point line was a little testy, but he had um, – he had a very Tyrese Halliburton type, like super high arc, um, yeah. good player. And Jalen did come in and just absolutely lock him down. Yeah, he JJ had a great second half. Um, we we talked about it as coaches. We were really proud of him and how he played, and his defense was great. And uh, yeah, and then number four, he just uh, 
I mean, he kept driving in, and they kept giving him calls, and he, he kept getting the line in the fourth. I think they shot 17 free throws in the fourth. Good night. Um, no, they only made 10. And I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. They, we both missed a lot of free throws. Right. But um, I think we settled for a couple too many jump shots there in the fourth quarter, too. It's like they were going, just driving it in there and some questionable calls, but they were getting to the line. And then I think we settled a couple times instead of, you know, trying to get into the paint and get around the basket and get to the free throw line as well. But – um, but, I, you know, with all that being said, I was proud of our guys' effort, proud of the way we battled and competed. Um, you know, and I, I did think we kind of – we kind of looked like the version of our team that was going on before Christmas a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just first time being in the playoffs for a lot of guys. Um, I thought we kind of went back to some of our habits that we had worked through. And, and, you know, the second half of district where we got things rolling, things were going really well. Um, you know, I, I felt like we kind of took a little bit of a step back, but um, second half did some good things, took the lead, had our chances, and um, you know, six A uh, state playoffs are tough, man. Uh, lots of interesting upsets. Our district, the district matchups, nobody probably would have predicted anything that happened. I mean, Richardson goes down, um, Jesuit knocks off South Grand Prairie. And then uh, knocks and off McKinney. They're the then, only district yep. player yeah, remaining, Jesuit and they end up fourth. Playing. Um, so lots of you know, it's just, but it's that time of year. You know, it's it's, it's almost March Madness, and uh, you know, you you got to be ready. And you know, I think this experience will really help our guys, and it's going to propel us into uh, in the into the off season, and, and and we'll be ready to work. And JJ's a junior, right? He is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Elias had a pretty sweet dunk to start the game. He did. Uh, Zolan ended up with twenty-seven and fourteen. That's right. Yeah. Huge, Very huge aggressive. Numbers. Yeah. Um, all night went to the basket a lot. Um, I thought everyone was a little timid in shooting threes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that might have helped, you know, to get a few in there and and get some kind of like like JJ's big three really yep. got you know the crowd going, got everybody into it, and so um, let's look back a little bit on the season as a whole and you know who who impressed you got a lot better this season um and then what do you kind of feel for for next year and how how basketball is going to look yeah I, I think just uh looking back just really proud of um kind of our senior group and just carrying the torch and continuing to push our culture in the right direction and um you know it wasn't easy losing nine guys off that team um last year and having so much kind of inexperience but I thought the things that we do in practice our leadership in practice and in games was really good and that started with the seniors um you know I think the the younger guys it was really fun it was fun to see all three of our sophomores uh Henry Moore to Braylon Randall and Sincere Anderson all get big minutes this year um they all had you know really good moments in in different games and I think uh it's going to be really fun to see those three over the next two years um, you know, and then, and then, uh, you know, just a, a lot of our players that'll be back, you know, we got six that played a ton, two that were kind of back and forth with JV and varsity. So kind of eight guys that have all now been a part of it. Um, and I think that's gonna, you're going to see a much different team next year. And then our sub varsity's had great seasons. The eighth grade class is super strong. You know, I think the future looks really bright. So do freshmen do you have a rule against freshmen playing on varsity is that a thing or no, no? i mean just... trey johnson did it okay. dj davis did it um absolutely not i mean the best guys are going to play and um yeah there's probably a couple that we may look at next year um playing on the varsity as freshmen 
what does basketball look like starting tomorrow? We we didn't go through this last year. We went all the way through yeah, spring break, and yeah. people were watching. Uh, yeah, we were in, all in the mountains. We were all hitting pinatas and doing river <laughs> walk river dances walk, yeah, and there whatnot. Were, there were lots of uh, lots of uh, what, what do you call it? I guess you know we had lots of appearances to make, lots of uh, presentations, and and awesome things with with everything that we did. No off season is going to look a lot different. We're going to be getting to work. Uh, <laughs> And it's going to be a much different spring. Um, you know, right off the bat, we do we do feedback surveys. We get um, the kids to fill out a big form, tell us what went well, what what we need to work on, and those are really great. We learn a lot um, from our kids about kind of the things that we're doing well that we we need to keep doing, the things that didn't go so well, and then also part of that is them looking introspectively at how they did and what they need to work on, and then we meet. Um, and so that's kind of what we're, I would say, three-quarters of the way done with those meetings um, where we just make a plan. What are you going to work on? What do you want to get better at? How did it go? Um, what did you do well? What, it, what you know? What do you want to do better? And Get on Logan's strength plan. <laughs> yeah, we'll put some other guys on that one and get with Coach Smith. And, um, you know, when we finish that, we'll do kind of almost like some combine testing where we, we measure everything. Some of it's basketball-related, some of it's strength and agility-related, and um, then we'll rank them, uh, everybody in the program, and then we do it again right before we go to summer break to kind of measure growth. Um, and I got some other fun ideas planned for the off season. It's going. It's going to be a good one. We're gonna. We're gonna hit it hard, and I'm excited about the future. What do the seniors do from this point forward? Because obviously, you have no more use for them. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, they're not dead. They they do get a little bit of of early release um, with basketball being the last period of the day. Um, a lot of times, some of the guys that plan to play in college will stick around and and do some parts of the workouts with us um, and work on their game and. Um, so we'll have some guys doing that and then but a lot of them like to go home early it's been four years <laughs> of right. putting in work every day till five six o'clock so they they like um getting a little early release so walk me through or walk our audience through kind of what it was like in the locker room after you know losing your last game and then you know maybe what it was like on the bus just because i think you know people genuinely feel um emotional attachment to these kids i know i did scott and i yeah. rode together on the way home with kids in the back and you know it was very just kind of it was very yeah. quiet and you know we 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 pontificated a lot of new directions and and you know it was just a general feeling of emptiness so what was it like uh you know being the head man for the team uh after the defeat in the playoffs no oh, it's tough it's tough it's never easy um you know, uh, whatever, 21 years, something like that. And, and last year was the first time we got to really end with a win, you know. Yeah. Um, 128 6A teams, Don't. 127 <laughs> of those teams end with a loss. And, uh, you know, it always feels too abrupt. It always feels like maybe you weren't ready for it. You know, we, we really felt like that was a very winnable game and we're ready for the, to move on to the next round and keep playing and keep practicing and – you know, it's, it's always super hard with the seniors, especially, um, you know, some of these seniors um, being back here now for eight years. I've known since they were elementary school, junior high, connections with the families. Um, you know, that's hard. And, and, and all those guys just poured their heart and soul into the team, into the year, into the program for their four years. So that's always tough. Um, you know, I, 
I always do definitely have a sense of, of gratitude and thankfulness towards those kids and believing in us and trusting us and working so hard and, um, you know, just, you know, making sure we thank them and tell them how proud we are of them. And, uh, and then there's always moments where we, we want the kids to talk, you know, the seniors to talk to the younger guys. What would you, you know, what message do you have, you know, um, and for the younger guys to realize, Hey, they're going to be back here again. And, uh, you know, that work will begin, you know, right after we get back and, you know, what you do from here on out is going to determine what we're doing at this time next year. And, and, uh, and remember the feeling. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I know we had coach Kerner and coach Moore on, and we talked about, you know, you guys and, and your open communication for sure. Do you sit down and evaluate the eighth graders with them or is it, you've just seen them enough and kind of, you, you know, what's coming? Uh, yeah, there's, we don't really work together that much on that. Um, you know, uh, we'll start like summer workouts and stuff and and we have that tabc showcase in june so that's really a time where we'll kind of if there's some kids we're going to consider playing up we'll, we'll start mixing them in with the older guys and see how they do and um you know and then it's then it's more with the with the incoming eighth graders more of like what um you know what what we look at in the summertime and then the, at the beginning of school we kind of figure out okay where do these kids need to go where do they fit in how much basketball will you watch of the playoffs? Like, will you go to some games? Yeah, um, I I I, uh, I have enjoyed with the loss being able to watch my daughters play a little soccer and track. I did that this week. Um, I intend to keep watching them play soccer, but I, I I do probably think I'll go to the Plano East Allen game on on Tuesday. Where is as that? A Plano East alum. Uh, they're having an amazing season. That's going to be a really good game. That game is at uh, the Garland uh, Special Events Center, okay. uh, the Colwell Center, Tuesday at 7 o'clock. I'll, I'll probably make that one. I may go over to the regional tournament um, in Fort Worth. At the at Grimes? Uh, if I do go, yes, at Wilkerson Grimes. If Love I do, that place. <laughs> I do. If I do go, I'd probably just go Friday night and then and then maybe stream the stuff on Saturday. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard. Sometimes I've, I'm like I'm done. I'm, I'm tapped out from basketball for a while, and sometimes I, I definitely want to keep uh, watching. Well, good season overall. Um, what, how many years uh, playoffs in a row is that? Five Okay, five or six. I don't know. So keep, <laughs> but yes, it, we have a streak for sure. Yes, and a twenty-win season. And I was telling the guys, I, I was on the staff at Lake Highlands. Um, the last time we won a district championship before last year was two thousand and nine, and and uh, I was on the staff on that two thousand nine team. We won a district championship. We won a by district championship. Really good team, um, and hugely successful year. It was an amazing year, and I was looking back at the gold ball the other day, and and the record for that team was twenty one and thirteen, mm -hmm. and and that was our record this year. And I was telling the guys that I was like, you know, I know this hurts, but it it really was a successful season, especially when you look at, you know, so many new faces, so many guys new to starting playing major minutes. I was like, guys, you remember the North Crowley game? You guys didn't even know how to like shake hands when you came out of the starting <laughs> lineup, <laughs> and here we are, you know, twenty one wins and playoffs so i am really proud and and uh would have liked tuesday to go a little bit different but um you know sometimes it's out of your hands our guest is giving us uh six seasons uh consecutive in the playoffs so go. all right uh he is over there waiting patiently we will let coach joe go coach joe thanks for a great season yeah it was uh no scott bren appreciate you guys 
anybody that listens to the podcast and and again saw a lot of fans at the game that uh, familiar faces parents of kids that played and had graduated and um, we are always so thankful for the Lake Highlands community we know how special a place it is we're proud to represent you um, and please know that we're going to be back on top soon. Uh, we plan to have some more um, Riverwalk San Antonio podcasts in the future. Love it. <laughs> so just keep supporting us. We're going to get back there, I promise you. All right. Thank you, Coach Thanks, Joe. Coach. And we will bring on our closing guest of the season, none other than Coach Dominique Kirk. He is a second-time appearance here. He's our only – Second time, or did we have one earlier this season? Uh, no, I think he is the only second yeah. time guest. Usually, you know, we we get our fill of them and and don't want to see anybody else again. But Dominic's special for us to let an Aggie be the <laughs> the, the only two time guest shows really growth from us. He's a superior Aggie, and I think he's got uh, we got to ask. So he doesn't have a ring on though. Well, I know he doesn't have a <laughs> ring on. Wait, you should have your ring on though from winning I state. Thought glued, last. I thought they're glued to your hand when you leave A and M. Oh, you're talking oh, about you're the Aggie ring. I thought you were talking the state championship. No, no. Okay. Oh, uh, well, you know, I don't have my Aggie ring because I'm afraid of losing it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. uh, that carries a stiff penalty, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It costs a pretty good penny too. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Glad Thank to you. have you again. Yes, sir. Uh, let's talk the season from your perspective. Um, you, you kind of responsible for the defense. And a good defensive season. I mean, you know, lots of low-scoring games. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, uh, I think we all did a good job of kind of, you know, putting our input on, on the defensive end and stuff like that. Um, this season, this year, was uh, – it was interesting. Um, just like Coach Duff was saying, you know, losing pretty much like 95% of our roster uh, from last year into this year and still be able to win 20-plus games and go to the playoffs, man, I still feel like that's a uh, a great um, gratitude of what we put in mm-hmm. uh, for his offseason and stuff like that and, and pushing these guys um, to – they probably didn't think they can be pushed at. And we did a good job of that. Obviously, it didn't end the way that we wanted it to end. You know, I, I feel like, you know, us and Grand Prairie was a – pretty good matchup and you know feel like we could could win that game but you know sometimes you know the ball don't fall the way you want it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how did the how did the team progress defensively in your mind oh man um you know what we I think we always been pretty pretty sound and, and pretty solid on the defensive end uh I think it was just more so offensively um how we could you know put guys in positions to be successful and stuff like that but defensively man uh you know these guys they they you know, Coach Duff been preaching defense ever since he got there. So it, it was easy for me to kind of just implement my stuff and go out there and do what we do and stuff like that. You know, we are man-to-man defense, man. We get after it. We push each other every day. Um, there's not a day that we go by that we don't implement defense, right? Mm-hmm. So we we we, were, we really work on that, you know, tough and stuff like that. So I thought we did, you know, really well. You know, I – there was times, obviously, you know, I want us to get every stop. You know, that just me as a <laughs> that just me as a defensive guy and stuff like that. But you know, of course, why are they scoring zero? <laughs> realistically, it's not happening. You know, but man, I thought we 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 put some stuff together where we could be good. One of the things that uh, I highlighted earlier in the in the season, uh, and then just continues to to be relevant and seen by our fans is your amount of positivity and um, encouragement for these players because there are 
multiple times uh, that that most fans can probably see where a guy's missing an assignment or something. I have never once, in a very large sample size, seen you uh, yell at a kid. I've never seen that happen. I have only heard encouragement each and every single time, specifically in the growth and development of Beck Johnstone. Now, that's just because, <laughs> hey, that's just Mama Bear coming out, right? I'm go. just trying there to look go. after my just look after my group. But, yeah, yeah Beck in particular, mm -hmm. just to, to see you uh, encourage him playing down in the paint was – you know very evident all year and i think that uh that just goes to show you um good coaching can lead a player to do things that that he may even think is is beyond his capability um is there some was there an inspiration in your coaching career or playing career earlier that sort of led you to to believe hey this is the way to do this this is the right ingredient to get these results well um I mean, I can I can definitely testify that you no, know, I had great coaches around me um, that pretty much taught me the way for us how to approach uh, young players and stuff like that. Um, now I'm not gonna say that I didn't yell at them. Now <laughs> I did definitely get on them a couple of times, but it was always in a positive way. It really was. Um, and, and Coach Duff did a good job of kind of, you know putting me in that position to make sure we stay positive. You know, even though we can get on these guys, mm -hmm. but at the same time, make sure we give them something to look forward to. Um, and I think that's that's key. Um, you know, it, it's, it's different. Uh, day and age is different now. Um, you just can't go out there and just hammer these kids so much to the point where they even feel like they just don't have any confidence going out there playing. Right. So obviously you give them a little bit of criticism, but at the same time you give them some compliments to understand, that, hey, you can do this. You know, you can push forward and stuff like that. So I try to approach it like that. It's nothing really uh, uh, different from, from the amount of coaching that I've been used to and the coaching that I've been doing. But it's just the fact that, you know, a lot of these guys, man, um, they just need a little bit of push. They need a little bit of push. And at the same time, you know, let them know, hey, you, you're doing good out here. Mm -hmm. Just keep playing. And everybody's different, right? Everybody, yeah. Somebody needs a whip cracked. Somebody needs a hug. Exactly. You know, and you got to figure out those players. Always, man. Let's talk about your undefeated uh, freshman team. Undefeated in district. Yes, sir. Uh, what was your overall record? 23 and 4. 23 and 4. Yes, uh, talk about some of the players on that team yes, who has a, a shot at, at making the varsity next year. Oh, man, it was special. Uh, you know, that was actually my first group that I got a chance to kind of take over. Uh, I always kind of been in a varsity assistant role. Uh -huh. So that was the first group that I was able to kind of take on. And um, it's a good group. It really was. Uh, very challenging. Uh, you know, when you're dealing with 14, 15-year-old kids, man, uh, <laughs> they can definitely test your patience. Don't we know it. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, you know, um, you know, before I get to the guys I feel like have a good chance of kind of moving on and, and probably can play varsity, um, this group was really interesting in the sense of every time I challenge them, every time I put something in front of them to, to kind of figure out, they did it. Mm -hmm. They really did. Um, even though I felt like maybe there was times I might be doing too much, they always kind of grasped it and, and, and did what they had to do. They executed well. Uh, they played hard. They got after it, man. There might be times where I, I don't think they're playing hard enough. But, you know, they, they figure it out. They'll yeah. figure it out. But, man, you know, it, it was a good group, a really special group, man. But it all started with uh, with Duff's uh, message at the beginning of the year, man. He, he really, you know, just told them, hey, we're, we're trying to keep a standard here. 
And I think they really bought into that and, and you know, the season's turned out the way it's supposed to. Um, obviously, uh, Mason Spangler and uh, Cam, Camden Bradford, uh, those two guys, man, are really special kids, um, not just on the court, but also off the court as well. Uh, but they definitely got the talent and the ability to play at the varsity level. It's just all about how much work you put in. Also, you know, obviously Mason plays football as well. But uh, but those two guys, man, they 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 game changers, man. They can change the game in an instant, you know, on the defensive end and offensive end. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's talk real serious business here. We're gonna start this off season program tomorrow. I'm just gonna say that unofficially. <laughs> Will we see a scenario where there is a four on four scenario and one uh, group of four gets? you and the other four gets Kendall and then you guys go at it like yeah. is that going to happen uh I, I I highly doubt that but if it does happen man you know I got I got eight years on man so it's <laughs> that's kind of tough man my, my does that mean ain't... yeah you're older and more crickety or uh you're more experienced I'm gonna go with the first one okay <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think I can stay in the stands that long anymore man that's, that's gonna be a tough Tough match. All right. Well, Joe, you give me the heads up on that because I'd like to go see that. Uh, I think you could still hold your own. I'd like to jump in. I'd I'd get you out. There we go. I'd I'd play sub for you. Hey, man, I'm I'm always here for that. (laughs) Well, I'll make sure everybody's fully insured. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were doing video sessions. Yes. Outside of practice. What does uh, that look like? Well, uh, you're talking about the free throws, Coach? Or – Oh yes. Uh, so with um, with uh, Sensor Anderson and Henry Moore, we used to. Uh, so I started this this deal with them, and hopefully throughout their career, and probably even some more youngsters. Um, that we watch video, we watch mm-hmm. them on the games. Um, but it's been really good for for both of them to kind of see a different perspective on the game. Um, that's how I really got into like. And fall in love with what I done at A and M for is like defending guys and stuff like that. Um, Al Johnson, uh, he was one of our video, he was our video coordinator at A&M at the time, and he used to give me film all the time on the best players. And I used to watch it for 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 hours, man, and kind of just trying to find out what their weakness was, what they do, what they like to do, and stuff like that. And it really helped me out. It really did. So I kind of fell in love with that, and I just try to show them the same. Like sometimes you can kind of Look at the good, because I know, like, you know, we all been young before. When you watch film, you want to see the good. You know, you just want to see what you've done good. But nobody really want to check out the bad stuff. You yeah, know, like I don't oh. want to see the bad stuff <laughs> I've done. Nobody want to see the turnovers or the mixed box out <laughs> and stuff like that. But when they do get a look at it, they find a, a different perspective on how the game works. Like, okay, maybe I could have drove and passed it at this time instead of getting to the paint, let three guys get to me, then turn the ball mm-hmm. over. Right. So I thought Sincer did a good job of kind of recognizing it. I thought Henry Moore grew as a basketball player as well, kind of just looking at that. And hopefully I continue to keep growing with those guys doing that because I think those guys are going to be really good basketball players. And um, they can they can definitely be the, the leaders of this, this group coming up and, and you know, trying to go the right direction. Yeah, the basketball IQ at Lake Highlands High School has been very high. Yes. Uh, that's very noticeable. Uh, I do feel like uh, the the um, strategies and the way they see the game and kind of their game management style is is vastly superior to the most opponents they play. 
And uh, I think that that's just a, a, um, a tribute to you guys as a coaching staff, teaching them and putting in the extra time rather than just let's get your, your vertical up higher and let's get more arc on the ball. Right. I mean, it's these are smart players you have coming out of the program. And it's, um, it's a culture thing. Um, like I said, I've been, I've been knowing Duff for, for a long time now, and that's, that's just who he is, right? You know, obviously you want to be some – you want to get good athletes. You want to get guys that can run up and down the floor, guys that can jump and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you got to know how to play the game. Yep. You got to know how to play the game at a high level. Now let's talk about um, what team is more underperforming, Texas A&M or Texas? It's, it's got to be us, right? a and I mean, <laughs> I yeah, we, we're, I think we lost maybe four or five straight now. Uh, they still talking about us on the bubble watch. Um, I still I still believe in Buzz, man. I still believe in my guys. We got to have a really good run. I don't run know if the it. Regents believe in Buzz. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to make a run, man, and, you know, hopefully we can get into this ins- – I mean, this – SEC tournament and, and make some noise or something, man. But something's got to change, hopefully. Are you going to have a lot more run-ins with Kendall Yancey next season uh, via SEC oh, basketball sure. and football and all the things? For sure, man. It's going to be uh, a stake bet on every game type of thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Duff can work his magic, man, where we can actually not have a game that day when A&M play Texas. Well, and, and you're going to have to, like, root for Trey. So Yeah, yeah, I know, man. That's, <laughs> that'll be that's, a real problem. It's going to be the hard part. It's going to be the hard part. But I'm going to secretly, you know, give him fist bumps when he make, make a shot. But, man, yeah, I, we got to make that happen, man. Uh, it's, it's good to see that rivalry back. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just it's unfortunate, you know, but I, I guess, you know, business is business. But at the same time, man, I'm glad they're bringing it back. Every real fan wants those oh, yeah. games to happen again. Always, man. Like, I, I never lost to Texas at home. I never beat Texas at, the, at their place. So, it was a true rivalry when I was there. Yeah, love it. Well, do we want a full court press, Dominic? No. Why? What are you doing this summer? <laughs> what I'm doing this? <laughs> well, you know, just uh, working with the guys, man. Like I say, you know, come up to the school, um, and we got to put the work in, man. What, no, what are you doing this oh, summer? Oh, what I'm doing out, man. Yeah. You travel, you fish, you yeah. what are you doing? You know, I, I'm going to travel a little bit, but, you know, I, I, I didn't tell y'all, but I told the coaching staff I did get engaged. Oh, so, oh, congratulations. Yeah, I, did, I did get engaged. Uh, See, we so bring news here every what's now his and name? Then. <laughs> 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 but, but her name is Carissa. My uh, bad. But How long yeah, have you known we, her? We, um, I've been knowing her for ever since I was in college. Okay. Ever since I was in college, man. So as my sophomore year and her freshman year. She's a faithful Aggie also. She is an Aggie. All she right. is an Aggie. Uh, I wouldn't have wanted no other way. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, now I, I proposed to it in January, man. But we, we're looking forward to uh, officially getting married, hopefully sometime next year. So, How'd you do it? How'd you propose? Uh, man, you know what? It was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, so basically she was playing with the kids. I ordered me a Dallas Cowboys helmet, right? All so right. I had me a Cowboys helmet. And I kind of just had her put it on. Like, you know what? Just try it on and stuff like that. So she tried it on, put it on. And she was just playing with the kids, like playing football and stuff like that. The whole time I was behind her. She didn't know, have no idea. She had no clue that I had a ring. Uh, so when she got done playing with him for like a minute, uh, when she turned around, she was just in shock. Like, uh, But it was, it was a pretty cool moment. Um, but yeah, I got the video and everything like that. So, but it was cool. Look on her face was priceless. Oh, you just totally caught her off guard. Off guard, man. Like, I don't know um, if I'd put a helmet on somebody and then surprise them. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a dangerous proposition. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, now nah, it was it was definitely cool, man. Um, like I said, we've been together for a long time. I know we um we actually you know broke off a little bit a while back. Then we got back together. Then had two 
uh, wonderful kids together now and stuff like that. But it was about time. What do you? What are you? A boy and a girl? Yes. Is that, that's what I thought. Yes. Very good. All right. You got anything else? What are you going to do this summer? <laughs> It'd be so invasive. Work. Like, as usual. Yeah. This unpaid podcasting is not going well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, sponsors. It's a direct message to you guys. That's right. But I definitely do appreciate y'all. I think y'all do a wonderful job and a great job of, of keeping us relevant um, and stuff like that. But I really do appreciate that. Well, well we appreciate you. you and all that you do for the program because we, we definitely take notice. And I know that the community does as well. Uh, we get asked a lot of questions, you know, about you and Coach Yancey because nice. y'all are such a – y'all are a, a, a noticeable and calming presence there on the bench. And anybody that can put up with Coach Joe like you guys can. <laughs> you're deserves, the yin to Coach Joe's yin. I mean, you know, you're not Melissa, but you're you're just a few notches below, there maybe. There you go. Um, well, we'll let you go. I, I, God willing, um, my daughter's trying for freshman cheerleader, so I might see a lot of you next year. There we go. I might see a lot of freshman basketball. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of yelling, man, a lot of screaming. I'm in. There we and, go. And, <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you may be coaching my son. Yeah. It just, exactly. it's, and I will stay out of your chili, whatever you need to do with him. Take it on. <laughs> All right. We'll let you get back to the grill. Thank you very much. No, man, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. And uh, we will, uh, oh, let's, let's plug a Mosley's uh, podcast because he's going to be on before us because that's what we like to do. We like to cross promote. Yeah. Uh, the Boneyard podcast will start uh, at the beginning of football season next year. And uh, we always love people to just get engaged to the Lake Highlands community and the Lake Highlands sports scene. And so go listen to the Boneyard. Obviously, listen to Lake Hoopland's coming up next season, and we will talk to you in August? September. No, we will talk to them in November. We'll talk to you But in thank November. you, listeners. Oh, thank you, Brendan. And thank you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time.